when we met on Tinder, he was the most dry and boring person. And then when we met in person, it was like, oh, there's life behind him. Well, he's he's the guy that looks good, but he opens his mouth and it just goes downhill. Okay, that's not <laughs> what she was saying. It was via text, you oh, dick. Oh, sorry. <laughs> And welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. I'm Alex. <laughs> I sound so horrible. Poor Alex. Alex was at a bachelorette party this weekend. Oh my God. But this partied is, her pants off. So if you think that uh, John is having a conversation with another guy, you might be right because I sound like one, but it's just me. That's that's what turned me on about you. My raspy voice that, that I man lost. man voice. Mm, oh, baby. lovely. Yeah, this is why I feel like I do need to go to a speech pathologist or like an EM... What it's like the ears, ears nose, E N T. Yeah, yeah. Because it's ears, just like, nose, throat doctor. I mean, it doesn't have it happen often, but it's like when I do girls' weekends, like for you know, hence a bachelorette party. So here I am sounding. Or just like stop fucking yelling when you're. I can't. It's partying. literally not. It's not in me. You're like I'm Alex. I just hear have me to yell. roar. Yeah. Especially when you're in a big group of girls, you're just always talking over one another. I feel like this week has been nuts. Yeah. Our just, life. Oh has my just god. Been nuts. If you guys saw our office, we should actually have filmed this so no. she could see the shithole we live in it's right now. It's just so, it's, I feel like your space, depending on like the cleanliness of it, is like a, a solid representation of your life. The rest of our house is good, but like the office is such a disarray. There's shit everywhere. We don't have desks yet or drawers to organize anything, but I feel like it is a, a direct correlation to like how our lives are. It's, I mean, again, I would be totally fine. I'm, I'm already comfortable like where we're at right now. I can, I'd be fine with just leaving my shit everywhere. No, before wedding season, we have to, we're getting organized. Like there's no. Wedding season literally already started. Our next wedding is in like five days. Yeah. So we'll just, we have to organize the office by then. I need that peace of mind. You need a clean space. We might be different in that way, but. Anyways. How was your weekend? What'd you do? It was good. My buddy, my bestest bro came into town. Your best man. But I'm not going to introduce him yet. All right. I love that at our wedding, it was like slash nice slash roast oh, <laughs> towards you. So anyways, he's going to be our guest today. But before I introduce him, we got to go into a couple things. But yeah, like Alex said, when he did my toast at our, our wedding, it was like he destroyed me. But then also it was like first he's sour, then he was sweet. It was like a fucking Sour Patch <laughs> yeah, doll. It was good. It ended sour with... Sour Patch Kid candy, not a doll. doll. <laughs> sour Patch. <laughs> I think those are Cabbage Patch Kids dolls. So what's your high, John? Or do you want to give me your low first? Oh, my high and my low. I'll tell you mine. My low is that I feel like my voice is strange, so I'm not going to like talk as much during this because it just sound so horrible. So that's my low is I really want to like contribute to the conversation. You know what? That's bullshit. I probably still will talk a lot. So yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> my low is how much money I spent this weekend at the bar. I'm like ashamed of myself. And this fucking Uber I took that was $60. Ubers? I think there's a shortage. $60 for like a two mile but ride. But there's a shortage of Ubers because when we were in Charleston, it was like some of our Ubers, we had to wait for 30 minutes. I feel like in the past... They would show up within like two minutes. I mean, I guess because of COVID, there's not so many drivers. I'm yeah, not sure. That is what it is. I think my high is, I, I know I said last week, like spending that time with my dad, but just like getting shit done, you know, like feeling productive, feeling productive. Well, not this weekend. I, we, you and I literally didn't do anything, yeah. but I love checking things off of a to-do list. Yeah. That always feels good. My high is that 
this past weekend for my friend's bachelorette party was a success, I would say. It's tough, like, being the maid of honor and having to plan an entire weekend with, like, reservations and being a big group, especially during COVID. That was probably the hardest part was just, like, scheduling for, like, reservations and stuff and booking everything. But I know. It seemed like it was a stressful time for you because, like, on top of all the other shit you had to do. Yeah, but that's just life. Everyone has a lot of stuff going on. But it was it was so much fun. It was nice. Everyone came from other states, California, Florida, Georgia, Iowa, Iowa. where the bride is from, or just all over the place. But it was really good because it was a lot of her friends from vet school and then high school, college friends. So you never know when you get a group of girls together if they're going to mix well. And everyone just like was great. Everyone like came back safe and sound. No one got injured. Yeah. That would not have happened if it was like a group of my friends. Uh, Somebody would have gotten hurt or like arrested. You would have gotten hurt. Probably. Probably. All right, so today, my bestest buddy is here, Mr. Igo. Woo! Welcome, Ryan Igo, (laughs) aka Goo. Where, like, why is it Goo? Is it because of your last name? Do people just call you Goo? I kind of actually, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of want to know because I always thought it was because his last name's Igo. Wait, do you actually know the story about? Oh no, I know exactly the story. Oh, tell us the story. I was. Are we recording? Is this going? My bad. This is going to vinyl. I know. I didn't. I didn't hit the play button. Sorry. All right. So when I was a wee bit younger, you know, I was with a chick, and it was the first time. Well, you know, first time. And Wait, this is like the first time? Well, it's not like the the Oh, you're, you first mean like time. with the girl? Yeah. Like not for yourself. We're messing around. Her parents after school. I was, this was high school, by the way. I'm not a complete heathen. <laughs> but so we're messing around. I don't know what I'm doing. No clue. I still don't know what I'm doing. We're getting a little ways and she kind of, you know, starting to do her thing down below. And I hear the door open, like the front door to the house. This is legit. I panic and I start to move. And when I move, I finish. (laughs) But it's on her face. No. That is the story. And I told my buddy and he's like, you gooed all over her face. So this, again, I'm really old. So this was like late nineties. So that was just the term it got. Nobody really knows why. I even had license plates that my parents got when I had a card that said "I goo." It said "I be goo." My parents have no idea. Well, now, oh shit! Now they might. Man, you never told any of us in the fraternity that. The we whole all just time. thought it was because you're. Last yeah, name. I, I probably told you that, but you have no memory. Yeah, of college definitely forgot it. Of, you have no memory. Yeah, same. I always thought it was from your last name. Yeah, that's what I tell people. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's probably a safer story. Just to start well, up yeah. front, you meet someone. Oh, that's an interesting name. I, I feel yeah, so I relieved. Yeah, I splurged on my high school girlfriend's face. It's, you know, it's... Sorry, Sally. <laughs> Sorry, Sally. I'm glad I learned something new today. Yeah. All right, so real quick, a little backstory. I met Goo back at uh, college. The first time we met, I'm, you know what? I'm going to let him... I'm going to let him... I want to hear his side of this story, and then I'm going to see if it's accurate or not, because he likes to embellish a little bit. This could turn to a true crime, but nonetheless. So, college... Frat house. I was kind of like the bouncer. I don't know why. Well, you were older than John, right? So you were... Yeah, I was I was probably 21 at the time. So John, you would be 18. A noob. Yeah. yeah. So here comes... Freshman. So house is packed. You know, everyone's partying, whatever. And John shows up with the puka shell necklaces, the frosty blonde tips looking like he just got kicked out of a boy Hollister. band. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it would be, be like TJ Maxx. <laughs> but he shows up and she's 
you know, puffing up his chest. He's got one or two girls with him. He'll tell you it's 10 or 20, like an entourage. Girls. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, well, they can come in, but you can't. And John, in typical John fashion, which is still typical John fashion, is, oh, no, no, no. If they don't, they're not going in if I can't go in. And at that point, you know, he gets loud. It's all bark, no bite. Napoleon syndrome. Very much so, yeah. He's still short, so. <laughs> there's nothing I could do about that. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> he's still <laughs> short. Exactly. <laughs> I guess I guess technically you could still grow at 18. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know what? I don't know. But we, we weren't exactly friends at that moment. It took a little while. Here we are now. But it turned into magic. You know, that's how the best friendships start, I think, with like a fight. <laughs> really just get to know each other real we quick. have different friends <laughs> i mean that story's semi-accurate but whatever you know it was at least five girls and uh that was the only five girls at the party but that's okay whatever <laughs> the reason why i want to get goo on this podcast is because i th- one we just have had all women on here i need to get some guy perspective lots of girl talk but wow. i was here for it killing me it was killing me <laughs> no but the real you, reason you, is okay number one that's bullshit you like the girl talk you all the as drama an occupational therapist you only worked with women and he john would tell me he's like i feel like i like girl talk because i'm just like around it all day it's i've like, turned i've turned into a woman yeah. <laughs> he's looking for a reason to have girl right. talk he's yeah. like thank you alex yeah, exactly. is what he's like let's dive in tell me the drama of right. the day. he said he wanted to hear some tea so now i know something's <laughs> <laughs> no but i want to get his perspective on so goo's still single and he's like Going on the dating. He's been on the dating apps for as long as I've been on them. Well, longer now, obviously, because I'm married. But I kind of just wanted to get a guy's perspective on dating now as an older male. Older. Keyword older. Old man. We uh, got it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> for clarifying. Uh, so, so tell us what's going on out there. What's Is it rough? Is it a rough time? Well, I mean, look. I mean, last year was kind of a wash, right? Like, nobody was... Did you do any Zoom dates last year? No, I didn't even do Zoom with him. Oh, like a friend date. Yeah. <laughs> I love FaceTiming. It's just like my That's thing. That's true. Side note, you FaceTime at the worst times. I, I don't want to know. When Goo is gooing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's here all day. But yeah, I mean, dating on the apps, I really just am not a fan. I mean, okay, when I got on there, it was fun. You have your fun. You go out. Depends what you're looking for when you're on there. Eh, you know, you get... You get you get what you pay for, so to speak. But man, no one knows how to communicate anymore. People do not know how to talk. In this past weekend, as John and I were hanging out. Are we just going to brush over what he just said? What? Communication. Oh, wow. Should we sing it together? Wait a minute. Goo, you should know that this is our thing because you're listening to this podcast, right? Right. You support me. I do. Su- okay. Just I, making sure. I st- you still owe me money from supporting you. <laughs> On three. One, two, three. Communication. Okay, continue. Wow, that was that was special. So the communication just isn't there. You get on there, and this was the same when you two were on there. It's, what are your political views? Do you want kids? How many kids do you want? You have a checklist of what said person on the other end of this conversation has to meet before you leave and go. What happened to knowing people, like learning a person? This past weekend, the folks that John and I were hanging out with, like we met these random people from out of the country, this couple. And I could talk to them and they could talk to me. I was talking to his girlfriend. It's not like that. Like I'm not that guy. I could just talk to her. She was asking me questions. I was asking her questions. It's definitely different when you're in person and like you could see people's facial expressions, but via the app, it's it's tough because you could wait for the other person. They could come up with some like curated response. It's not as like instant. Yeah, I think it's like for me, it's, it's just weird. Like I love... And John will probably say something about me being an introvert in a second. But like, I love to talk. I, I love to talk to people. 
I like to get to know people. It's how I got to know Alex. It's a lost thing. Like if you don't meet 10 out of 10 on my checklist, I'm not going to talk to you. You know, some of those things aren't debatable. Maybe it's kids. Is there like a certain app though, or do you just feel like it's all of them? I think it's all of them. I I just, I think that people are very deluded is not the word, but I I think you've, people have just forgotten like there's fun to get to know people and knowing someone isn't through a text message. I just want to go back for because you're a little more, when you're face to face with someone, you are more invested in because like you're not going to be rude. You're, you're community like you're there together when you're on the app, though, these checklists, it does suck. But it's like you're you know, it's like a fucking menu. You're reading off this menu and like you're not going to waste your time with shit. You know, well, but that's like what why we always said, like, you need to try to like move off of the apps because like, why even have a conversation on the app? I just think if you really want to get to know someone, you have to meet them in person. I, I agree with that. But I think you still you want them to kind of meet certain criteria. Why You're, waste your time? It, why waste your time? If if a political view is like that important to you, you probably want to know that beforehand. It does suck, though, because I think. You can get to a point where you're too picky and you have too many things on a checklist that you're just going to limit your pool. But so, what, ha- what happens when you... Okay, so hey, okay, so there's a fine line. Th- there's a very fine line. So what happens... Okay, me and Alex are talking. We decide to meet. What the hell do I talk about? Oh, uh, because you've already asked all those questions. I literally know everything about Alex, her mom's family tree, her that dad's makes, family I get, tree. I get what he's saying. What do I talk... Like, where's the, where's the dynamic? What do you mean? Like, if you already talk about that in the app? I feel like a lot I of... I guess you could elaborate more, like, when you're in person... But if you're if you're telling your whole like life story, so, yeah, that's kind of a, a red flag. And there's no way like John and I still have things to talk about. You talk about your current events. You talk about whatever. I just think yeah, meeting people in person is like completely different. You just have to like you could still figure out if like someone is beat up a bull via the app and then move from there. I think it's funny. So before 2020 happened, I traveled a lot for work. I, I was in and out. You know, I traveled by myself. I would have dinner at a bar. I would just talk to the bartenders. I would talk to people next to me. Completely fine. Just business as usual. But in the dating world, it's like, nope, you can't do it. You go, if I were to go out with you two and John's like, oh, I think she's cute. Maybe no, maybe no, that's just, that's forced. It's like the wedding crash. You're COVID was so not friendly much to you though. what I did to you this weekend with Jen's friend. I was trying to like force you to hang out with her. Oh yeah. John's the worst. But if you're a more in-person type of dater, COVID is not your friend because you have to rely then solely on just like other people responding. Oh yeah, 2020 sucks. It's like, oh hey, I just met you. Come back to my parents' house because I just lost my job for four months. This is super <laughs> oh, fun. God. Super fun. Now that things are opening up, do you think that you are going to pursue more of like an in-person, like meeting people out in the wild as opposed to the apps? I don't want to sound like one of those like motivational quote pages thingies. I need to be in front of somebody. Right. Like, Organic. That's the word. Organically. What about um, like if people set you up with other people? Here's the that problem. Didn't go with well with you, John. Goose saying, organically. Here it comes. Because one, you're an introvert. Two, you've moved so many times. And this is we're gonna have another podcast episode talking about like making friends as adults because it's tough, right? You've been in Delaware for how long? Do you know anyone in Delaware? Oh no, absolutely not. You haven't been there that long, though. No, but it's I moved there kind of by force, you know, for the job, which ended up really being irrelevant because we never started traveling again. They wanted me where they wanted me. But at the end of the day, being 36 and living with my parents wasn't really viable for my sanity. So I was happy to move out. But at the same time, now I'm there and it's like, you were like, Delaware, here I come. But I think that you knew though that it wasn't like your end game to stay in Delaware. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. No, it was maybe that's why you weren't like investing into relationships because you knew it was temporary. No, absolutely. And it's it's more of a college town, which, you know, I'm fine. I'm immature. It's fine. I go to a place like that. But (laughs) 
Yeah, for me, I know I'm not going to be there. My lease is up at the end of August. Regardless of what I do, I'm not going to stay there. Right. Why are you rolling your eyes? No, I mean, I, I get that. But it hasn't just been Delaware. I'm like calling goo out, but at the same time, like the apps are perfect for you. Meeting somebody organically, obviously, is the best way or through a friend or whatever. Your success has been through the apps because you're also not near anyone you know. And even when you, we were like living together, that's just not your thing. You don't like, it was like forced to get you out to go do things. For you to meet someone organically has got to be tough. And now, now your job, now you're not in a store or anything. You're all like online. So right? it's, it's a lot different. You're not wrong. Am I an introvert? I'd say so, yeah. Until you crack that which shell. Is I know, which is crazy because this guy is a great speaker, you know, and he's funny as shit when we can get him out. That's that's probably why we love it. Like when we can get him out, it's like, oh my God, this is so special. What a special time. You it's supply and demand. It's supply and demand. Like I show people like, oh wow, he actually came out of the cave. Like it's amazing. Like, oh, here we go. Yes, I'm an introvert and, and I enjoy that, but it's also who I'm willing to invest my time in. Right. Because I'm very conscious of my time. If I see that there's no, whether it's friends, significant others, I guess that's where I'm kind of hypocritical where I have maybe a, a mental checklist and I'm like, mm, nope, we're good. Moving on. Right. Well, you're also my boo-boo and you deserve the best. Well, absolutely. So hopefully you guys hire me after this. I hope this is, I hope this was working. <laughs> Studio manager. Help us organize. You can carry all the equipment. Okay, so you have gone on dates. What's the pool of talent like out there, I guess? Is there, you know, because the older you are on there, is it just like more people with baggage or like, I don't I don't know. Was, is it is it harder now than it was when we were first on these apps like years ago? Oh, definitely. So the days before Tinder, I had no problems. When I lived in Connecticut, obviously you weren't there with me, but that was a different time. Organically meeting people was fine. It was easy. It was great. Tinder came on. It was fun. You know, you do what you do and you, with all of those apps. I'm not one for kids. I don't have anything against children. I don't mind children. But when someone hears that, it's like, oh, this conversation is over. And I get that's not something you really negotiate. Do you think that you say that, but if you met the right person and like they did have a kid, I could totally see you just like being like, you know what? Their kid is like fucking cool and like letting that. <sighs> or is that a non-negotiable for you? I, it's not, I think it's not negotiable. I'm selfish. I'm selfish back to my time and I'm selfish with my finances. Like mm -hmm. after last year, I don't know, here, here's what everybody says. Like I want to do stuff with my time, whether it's with a significant other, friends, myself, travel, whatever. But I want to be able to do that when I want to do that. I have more free, free time, more flexibility with my work schedule than I had for the past 12 years before I switched jobs. I didn't have these opportunities, hopefully, <laughs> once we can travel and do those things again. I want to do that. But like, as you are dating in an older pool of people, you know, you do run into those things where they're probably divorced. They probably do have a kid. I mean, and I get like the kid usually is then tied to another guy or like, then you'll have to probably stay in a certain location if they don't really have the flexibility to move. So I understand like being that being a non-negotiable, but I do think though, that if you met someone, you might be a little bit more flexible. So goo though, I get that, you know, that might be a deterrent for you, but would you, I guess this is a personal question, but I don't care because you're my best friend. You know, would you have kids? Of, would you want to have kids of your own? Everyone always thinks I'm full of shit when I say this, but I, it, my life will not be incomplete without kids. I also don't see it being complete with them. I was, the, I'm the baby of the family. Yes. At 36 years old, I was the child of the family I have two older brothers. I was never around kids. I never had friends that really had kids. I'd never, I don't know how to pick up a child it scares me. It True. It is no, terrifying. I hold your, I held your brother's daughter the, and I was like, oh my God, like I'm scared I'm going to like break this thing in half. They're not as fragile as you think, but. I don't know how to turn them off. You don't know how to talk to them. No clue. I talked to them to like adults. 
I'm like, what, what do you well, want? Well, it's tough for any of us to really speak on it because none of us, none of us are parents. True. But I do think like, no, like, you know, from what people say, you're never prepared for it. It just comes naturally if it happens. Going back to dating. But what, what made you get on the apps? Like, you. were you ever in a serious relationship? You. Well, okay. Give the backstory. Why were you, were you ever in love? Did you ever have a serious relationship? Did you? Ooh. Well, I guess we should have asked you, what are you on dating apps for? Are you for a hookup? Or are you trying to find someone? Oh, I'm absolutely. I I would rather have a significant other, a hundred percent. Which you know, as a guy on an app, most women are like, eh, he just wants to sleep with me. Now, in the beginning, was that the same mentality? Nope. Well, have you then considered like going on to? Because I know like the apps are so quick and easy, like Tinder, Hinge, whatever. But have you considered going on like? a more serious site like match because my cousin he met his wife via match because it was, i feel like there's so much more information that you actually have to fill out or like you have to pay for it so like if you pay for something you pay to You're play like more invested yeah yeah no it's i actually thought about that because i work with folks your cousin so many people have and those don't seem as trashy to me you know to to be frank, you well, know, then, I mean, you know, yeah, it's a stereotype. Tinder's like, eh, I can't sleep. Let me just boom, boom, boom. But no, I've thought about it because, I mean, let's be real. That's the age that we live in now. That's that's how you meet people. It's not as easy. Like, no matter how much I want to meet somebody through John or through Alex or through whoever, it's not reality. Well, because a lot of I'm people- I'm going to take a photo with you right after this podcast. I'm going to post it on my Instagram and be like, this is my homie. We just did our episode together. Just listen to it on Tuesday. Slide in his DMs. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, we're going to hashtag you or whatever. Just, just wait. I got my headshots uh, coming in. I, I was prepared for this. I knew you were going to ask me. <laughs> you're, you're, I'm going to hashtag you. John still doesn't know any I'm gonna tag social him media with lingo. A hashtag. It's cool. Hashtag single bay. Just, I'm just going to give my phone number out at the end. It's okay. Oh, yeah. I'm complete. <laughs> no shame. I love this dude. This is my email. This is fine. Yeah, absolutely. I can just block you. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of that. Well, did you notice like a shift in dating world from maybe being in your early 30s or like your late 20s into now like that it is getting harder to find people or? I think so. Yeah. That, some of that has to do with me, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll own that. Like when I first got on there, it was, John told me about it. This is when I lived in Connecticut. I had just broken up with my girlfriend at the time and it was a rough breakup. I was living in Connecticut, had great friends. I was like, oh, I don't really want to live there anymore. I bought a house, condo, and we broke up. John's like, hey, move to North Carolina. Oh, I thought that you were in North Carolina first. Well, I was because John told me to go there before he got there. Um, That's right. I was still in grad school. But did you know you were moving there? Yeah, because okay. I did my clinical rotation there. Gotcha. Okay. My parents lived there. So John's like, hey, have you heard of Tinder? I was like, I have no clue what you're talking about. Zero. So I downloaded it, and I was like, Wow. A little overwhelming. So I never used it really when I lived in Connecticut. Sold my house super quick. Moved to North Carolina. Transferred my job. And that's when John's like, just just get on it. But yes, it was, you get on there and you're just like, oh, let's have some fun. Right. Fun turned into 12 months, turned into two years. Yeah. Turned into, and it's just like, okay, maybe I need to grow up a little bit. And I think finally I have at 36. It's just, it's definitely different now because I think everyone's standards are up, which I think is good, but there's preconceived notions as to what the other person is there for. It's, oh, he wants sex. Oh, she wants to get married in two weeks, blah, blah, blah. Well, do you like put your intentions out there and you're like, I'm not on here just for games or you don't, do you, do you not care also because like you're Goo, not. You, Goo, you keep your cards pretty close. Like for the amount of times we live together, like you never told me really how you spoke on Tinder or like any Guys of that kind really of stuff. I don't really talk about that stuff though. Oh, I do. Well, I do. I'm like, dude, look what I, look what I wrote. <laughs> look what I wrote. I mean, it's just, it's, I don't know. Like 
I'm pretty open. So I think you didn't even tell anyone that you were proposing to me. Well, I wanted to be a surprise. Well, usually it's a surprise to me, but everyone else usually knows. The main people knew your dad, your dad and I literally went and got rings okay. together. But, but I mean, you didn't tell goo. And then you yelled at me for not congratulating you, but you didn't tell me uh, again. I don't remember. That's the other thing. I don't remember. I can't defend myself because I don't remember. Because I got the, you're my best friend and you aren't congratulating me. I was like, <laughs> you're like, on, I, I'm just finding out. On landing in Hawaii? Yeah. yeah. I got engaged. It was a stressful oh. time. Having, holding that ring on me for like 48 hours was very stressful. I'm like, I'm going to lose this thing in the airport. But I just feel like guys don't necessarily have those conversations. I try to like break that, like how serious it has to be. Like I'm a, I think I'm a funny person. I like to bring levity to situations. Like that's me. I try to do that via text message, which I'm okay at it. Sometimes it doesn't always translate though. No. Because like John, when we met on Tinder, he was the most dry and boring person. And then when we met in person, it was like, oh, there's life behind him. Well, he's he's the guy that looks good, but he opens his mouth and it just goes downhill. Okay, that's not <laughs> what she was saying. It was via text. You oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. yeah, no, I can't spell. So unless if I didn't have T9 on my phone, I would have been fucked. It's not T9. There's like spell check now. It was, but it was T9. Not when, when I, you were texting me. You didn't have four a years ago. Yeah. There weren't flip phones four years ago. It doesn't have to be a flip phone. You, but like you had an iPhone. Okay. That's, that's swipe T9. thing. The swipe thing. You know what I'm saying? Where you like hold your finger down to each that's letter. That's not, yeah, that's not T9. Okay. Whatever. Don't look at me like that, goo. John thinks that four years ago was like ancient times. He's like, there was no Wi Fi then. The internet <laughs> we didn't was have just running coming. water. Yeah. But do you think like moving around is also like a factor? Like, I know we talked about like with friends and stuff, but like the fact that like maybe not investing into a person because you don't feel like you're in your home city or like where you do want to end up or. And it's, I mean, because I'm going to move again at the end of the year. And for me, I, I've done it so much ever since. Hopefully to Richmond, ladies. That's We're working on it. But for me, I lived in Connecticut for seven years, bought a house, had that whole part of my life. After that, lived in Raleigh for six years. Since then, it was Raleigh, Charlottesville, Virginia, Delaware, and now who knows where I'm going to go. Yeah, and moving around is just like tough on relationships, like even in the friendship world. And it is, and you said it's, do I want to invest my, like, can somebody make me change my mind about where I live? In the case of Delaware, the answer is no. Mm -hmm. That's not going to happen. Can someone give me a reason to stay? Right. Do you find it less motivating the older you get, though, to even try to pursue a relationship? I am so comfortable by myself. Yeah. It's crazy. I think because you probably get stuck in your ways, too. It's like, do yep. you now introduce an, an also grown adult person into your lives? Like, I've heard of people who joke about, like, you know, I'm 35, 36 in the dating world. If I meet someone, like, we're going to have separate homes. <laughs> like, we're going to just, like, live our separate lives. Like, you know, fuck and well, go out to dinner. Well, my parents have been married for 54 years. They sleep in separate rooms. Yeah. And I think it's because they Normalized see each other. Normalized sleeping in separate rooms. <laughs> I, th I think it's because they see each other maybe three, four times a day. My dad's up in the morning. My mom's a night owl. 54 years, three kids. Life is good. Works for them. Yeah, works for them. See, for John gets mad that I want to sleep on the opposite side of the bed. He's like, please oh, cuddle yeah. me. You know, I grew, I grew up being like, I can't wait to get married because I'll have somebody I can snuggle with. And then no. we're just both 200 degrees and we yeah. can't touch each other at it's night. It's just like, it's too hot. Like, it's too hot. I Don't know. touch me. We gotta get that cooling bed. Is there anything differently that you wish the apps could do Provide. for you? Yeah, to make it a better or experience. easier experience. I feel like whatever I say is probably happening on one of the real nice ones, like a e match harmony dot whatever. Well, I think that's that, right. We're too poor. we're too cheap to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm financially secure, but I still. Oh, it's was that is that nine ninety nine a month? Uh. You do get to a point where I would I would pay for it if like I genuinely wanted a partner. 
I would pay for match. I think I will once I wherever I move next. Fingers crossed. Right. I'm I'm set, I'm going to buy a house again now. Whether I stay there or not depends where John moves because he makes me follow him across the country. That's right. But or lifers. For me, I would consider it. I felt like there used to be some, it was like an a idea. Stigma. It's like, oh, you got to pay for it. Oh, 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 it was more of the paying for it yeah, part. And, but I'm like, everybody, it's, it's like everybody does it. Yeah, I feel like it's so much more normal though these days. Like, I don't know what the percentage is. John's the fact I, I man. I think the big but... thing was like, I was almost too embarrassed to be like, I have to pay to use an app. It's so but much it's, more normal. Of course, of course it is. And like, I, I agree with you, but I think I was kind of like that, but like if, I have to go down that road where I have to pay to use an app. Like you, I mean, I feel like it could be a hit to your ego because you just feel like, like a failure this is what it's in come your to. relationships. Yeah. I don't think that that's what it's looked oh, at. If anymore. I was single, I would hundred percent use it. Cause I think people used to be ashamed to be like, we met on match. Whereas like we, we scream it. it from the rooftops yeah. that we met on Tinder. But it was, it was, tab- it was taboo. 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 It was taboo. Is why it, can't you say that word? Yeah. Why do you taboo. say taboo? Taboo. 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 Oh my God. It was taboo. <laughs> what advice would you give to someone because like you went through a big breakup previously and have you had like a serious relationship since then so covid's lasted longer than most of my relationships for the past eight <laughs> years but so the last one to sum that one up quickly it, i was going to propose and we had broken up once we were going to mexico the whole thing was planned out in my head and that went out the window she left and i was like okay Sold my house 22 days, was gone, never talked to her again. But whatever, right? I'm happy. And how long ago was that? Seven years. Seven years ago. So okay. do you feel like that has put a wall up for you? Like you oh, yeah. built up a wall, a big, a big fucking wall. Absolutely. No, <laughs> and, and it's 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 like concrete. And you yeah. know, for me, like I have to I have to get out of my 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 head, out of my zone. And you know, one of the you know, it's cliche, but like be happy with yourself. But the fact that you know that and you can recognize that is a step in the right direction. Oh, I have a part in all of the reasons I'm single. Yeah. I completely own 50% of this, but I wish people were just open. Like, yes, there's, there are non-negotiables. I understand that. If John didn't like dogs, we wouldn't be doing this right now. There's non-negotiables and you shouldn't waver on those. But if there's things like, I would like you to do this or be this, etc. I would like you to be six, four, but I'll let you be five, eight and a half. That's rude. Facts. <laughs> but I think again, those things that you don't waver on don't. Yeah. But let there's things that you can, People can be different. And I think that's I think that's what works with you two. Right. I think that's what works with a lot of successful couples. Well, in the beginning, yeah, I had like non-negotiables, but they were so surface level. And I was like, wow, like I'm I am willing to like let a good person go because like he's not six four. Like that's kind of that's kind of bullshit. I mean, I hope we I hope you guys have me back for the one we talk about women and their obsession with height. Well, that's what I mean. Like, and that's why I tell people, like, it's not, it's really not the physical attributes. There's things you should stand fast on, but there's things, there's other things that I you just have oh, okay, that's not so bad. Right. That's not so bad. But I, people like I again, there's these checklists that every, gotta be flexible. You've yeah, you just understand that you're not not everybody's perfect, but you don't need perfect to work. So you had a wall up for a long time. And you realize that and you're working on that. But, and you're also saying now that you are ready to find someone. Absolutely. But no, I, if I found somebody, yes, but I'm not going to be incomplete without some, I, I am very happy with myself. Of course. And, and I would, I would be okay with that. I would rather find that person. You are in a good spot now. I, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm in a great spot. I've, I've probably never been happier. To find someone just be a bonus. You are in a perfect position to 
find someone now you're comfortable with yourself you're confident in yourself and like if it happens it happens i would think location though would be like such a huge factor if you knew you didn't want to be somewhere but again if you do meet the right person you could live anywhere like john and i talk about that all the time we're like do we need to be around friends and family like that's also a bonus but like we could live in antarctica maybe not antarctica but if someone else was in your position and you knowing what you know like if you were talking to your past self like what would you say own the part you have in it like i understand i'm there's a lot that i've done that has led me to be single so own that part and then worry about the other people like you can't con- you can't control how somebody else is on an app or in person or what they're approaches to dating find your approach first and then just go and see what happens don't be the person you don't want to be on the other end don't have all the preconceived notions have your negotiables have your non-negotiables and let it happen yeah because i think it's very easy to put the blame on other people and be like the dating apps are shit other people suck you can't control that you can only control what you do so like if you do want to like meet people get off your high horse make a match go do other things like where you're meeting people in person join a club pool hiking club i don't fucking know like there's so many different you're talking about my sister (laughs) it's awesome my sister went through a breakup and she's like in a was in a pool club like a hike she literally did like a 5k yesterday yeah like a drinking 5k but she's met so many people just by like doing activities and putting herself out there she's like i don't know anyone who's in this group or in this like club or this sports thing that i'm doing or this gym class but you know, that's how you meet people, especially at the geriatric age. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Is she making fun of us? Is she making fun of us right now? She's making fun of you. I've been I've been in my thirties for twenty years at this point. <laughs> Yeah, and Goose still has his memory. But to sum it up, my man, thank you so much for telling me your story. And I hope one day you'll find your no, you Mrs. Don't. Igo. Just wait. Mrs. Goo Nasty. Your inbox will be flooded with biddies. Oh, I can't wait. Seriously, give, put my phone number out there. I can just block people. Yeah. We're, we're taking a photo with our headgear on <laughs> so I could prove that you were on this podcast. Oh, that's fine. Are you into beards? Are you into tattoos? Oh, I guess we, we got should. the man for you. Goo, where oh, can people... Oh, plug. Plug yourself. Yeah, where can people find you? So that they can slide into your DMs. Yeah. So Instagram, Patty underscore Sullivan's. It's my middle name, sort of. It's a play on it. Patty, P-A-T-T-Y underscore Sullivan's, plural. There it is. (laughs) Slide in, ladies. Goo, we do this segment called Would You Rather. Have you heard of it? I have. All right. So, John. Do you want to go first? We'll just jump right in. Oh, definitely. No, no. I want to go last, actually. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. Would you rather, this was from one of our listeners, so if you guys have any good would you rather, it's like, please DM me. Would you rather be four years old for your entire life or be 90 years old for your entire life? 90 because at least I could like, I'm not just talking to myself. <laughs> You know, you might be. I don't know. Four years old, are you talking to other people? At least it's not like intelligent conversations, but maybe at 90, it's not intelligent. Am I in a home? No, I think like you're just, you just are 90 years old. Like your body. So pretty much how I feel already. Yeah, like your body is still. I'll go at 90. I think it's got to be 90. I don't remember what what four was like, but I don't imagine it was very good. It just. If I don't have any memories. Or just like, yeah, there's not much you could do when you're four. Like you look at life through a fun lens, I'm sure. But like, what can you really do? You can't reach things on top of counters or in cabinets. You always got your short. Neither can John. (laughs) (laughs) I have that stuff stool now. You can't buy wine. I mean, it's like prison. Are you still in the crib when you're four? Like, it's like, it's like a prison cell. 
Clearly, uh, we know nothing about children. You know, <laughs> I actually, I should actually know this because of my peds class. Your developmental milestones. You're supposed to hit certain things, but I also that was the one class I did horrible in. So I don't really. <laughs> I never also worked with that population. So I think you walk at four. Well, yes, John, you can walk at four. <laughs> That's like you know that. Come on. I know. I literally didn't know that. I've only worked with geriatrics. All right. But and, you've and been I've around. Held, and I've held a baby like three times. Okay. All right, Google. Go ahead. What's yours? Would you rather spend two weeks stuck in a psychiatric hospital or stuck in an airport? Stuck in an airport because I've been to a psychiatric hospital. I but. mean, for safety reasons, I would probably say airport because like you get your snap as long as everything's open. How safe are airports? TSA? Like, I don't know. There's a lady living in O'Hare for two months. Is that true? Yeah, she's done it three times. Or something like that. Also, there's... Are there showers there? There's restaurants and bars. Of course, they're going to pick the airport. That's but true. wait, you said for six months? Two, two months, weeks. Two weeks. God, why? I just forgot that. What is the benefit of being in a psych hospital, people? I love how we actually why really this, thought about Why is this even that? like That's a question? True. That's true. That That is like a very clear-cut one. Okay. Are you ready? Goo, I think we were drunk and came up with this one. Would you rather you have a gun, <laughs> you had to shoot... Either me or Kobe in the knee. Not not kill us, but you had to shoot one of us. Who would you choose? Uh, both of you guys already have shit knees. Kobe broke his leg when he was like three months old. And you had... Don't you, think about it. Go. Have you Don't had a knee replacement? Someone's got a gun to your head and they're like, you have to shoot one of them in the knee. Which one is it? Go. Right off the top of your head. Go. This is going to be really mean, but probably you. Fuck because, you. What? Kobe's so little. His bones would just like disintegrate. Oh, you... my God. I'm your husband. You'd rather <laughs> let me get shot in the knee but than like, Kobe? I could explain that to you. Like Kobe. No, there would be no explaining. He couldn't like explain. I couldn't explain to if Kobe. Like somebody I'm had a gun you... to your head and you shot me. <laughs> you, you're not dying. Neither of you are dying. Uh, that would probably kill Kobe. That wouldn't I'm kill gonna, you. I'm going to shoot Kobe in the knee just in spite. That wouldn't fucking kill you or me it would kill Kobe. yes it would he's a baby that 100 percent would obliterate him well, he, would goo, he would probably lose his leg goo, you just saw a divorce literally <laughs> right now in a podcast that was my plan <laughs> you do really, you remember right didn't we come up with this one i, I, would, like, I don't i would never shoot a dog you're definitely getting it goo, what's your response would you rather i'm taking the gun from you and shooting john <laughs> No hesitation. He'll make it. I've, just, I've like, seen John go through it. I can it. at least tell you, like, hey. What's from the office? You have two bullets. He's like, I would shoot Toby twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or whatever that was. Oh, my God. But, good. thanks so much for coming on today. Yeah, good. Thank you. It was my pleasure. The first male guest on our podcast. Yeah, that's true. You are oh. the first guy on our podcast. Ooh. Such a good speaker. We're going to have to have you back on, like, down the road. You're when probably the first and the last. I'm, I'm hoping you, you find love just from this and then we can get you and your new woman this wasn't for the bachelor oh the podcast no oh yeah you should be the next bachelor alex apply. knows how to apply. they're not ready they're not ready for this action <laughs> i started watching the bachelor i know they're not ready for this that's true i did, did. good thanks so much appreciate it my man thank you bye you bye all right john so now we're going to jump into our segment give it to me straight where we answer your burning question so if you guys have any questions that you want to ask us and answer on future podcasts you can email us at hello at give it to me straight podcast.com so question number one i feel so guilty even just writing this out i've been married for almost 13 years and for the first time ever my husband and i finally have the same days off and i hate it lol <laughs> i used to work nights um like in the er and he's a driver so he's gone like 15 to 16 hours a day and he's always worked weekends 
Now I work days and he has a set schedule with weekends off. Pre him, having weekends off Saturday was my day. I ran errands, worked out longer than usual, had brunches, sat in silence, plant shopped, or just did whatever I wanted. Now he's all up in my grill, throwing me off my routine or like taking up all of my free time. Then I'm stuck having to try and do everything on Sunday evening before my work week starts. I feel guilty saying this, but also I have zero alone time now. We have kids and dogs and both work over 40 hours a week. How on earth do I say this without coming off like a bitch or that I don't want to spend time with my spouse? It's also been the hardest adjustment in our life compared to everything else because I get zero time for me, like none. This is like going straight back to our episode, having me time and how important it is. Because I feel like we went through this a little bit when you came on full time. Like when you started working with me, I used to have some free time during the day. Like I was working from home, but you know, John was gone for just nine your own hours. Space. Having yeah, your own space and like, too. but I felt like I was able to like run errands, like again, like work out, like do all these things. And then when we started working together, it was a big shift. But I think we made sure that we built in time like to separate during the day or like do different tasks or we even talked about like even if we had like questions for one another during the day to just like hold off until like later a designated time to decompress and just talk about things that we needed to so I think by just like setting aside time and having a conversation with your spouse because you guys you know, there's a lot going on in your lives, but like you do need me time or else you're going to go insane. I also know it's like I'm all about schedules and routines and that is kind of just throwing a wrench in what your daily life was. So it's all about adjustment and it's all about moderation too. So like you said, you, you're going to have to slot some time off for yourself. But how do you think she could bring it up to her husband without sounding like a bitch by being like, hey, I need this time for myself? I think he just needs to understand like it's not coming from a place of hate or annoyance or anything like that. It's just like it's important for both of us to have a little time apart. Right. Like for my own mental sanity, I need to do these things for me. Can but, I but also saying to him, like, you should have some of your time as, as well. well. Because kids and a dog in the mix or whatever, it's kinda like I'm gonna step out for like an hour, you stay with the kids and the dogs, whatever, and then when I come back or whenever, like you should have some time yourself. Like make it equal. I'm just saying, I think they would sound better that way than you just being like, I need to step away for a little bit. Yeah. Involve and consider your spouse in that conversation. Like, hey, we should be taking some time for ourselves, for our mental health. Um, but like, maybe you guys choose opposite days. Like Tuesdays, he takes care of the kids or does the tasks or whatever. And that's your day. And then his day might be Thursday or whatever that kind of looks like for you. I think you have to choose your words very carefully, though, because I can also see, you know, if you came up to me like, I need some alone time. You would be offended? Not offended. I think maybe feel a little, I would probably add a little sadness like, oh, wow, like she just needs to get away from me. So it's like, but you're going to have to. But it's not about you though. Like it's about me. I, that's what I'm saying. You have to just pick your words really carefully how you talk about it. Right. But but I agree. Like, like don't feel guilty that you need time. Like everyone needs time. I understand that. And like, we don't even have kids. So I don't even know what that's like. It's just probably so stressful. Right. I feel you. I feel you. That is a huge adjustment. I feel like other couples have probably gone through the same thing with COVID. Like having your spouse be away for work and then like, or both of you being away from work for work and then coming together and having to like be in the same house for so many hours during the day. Like you are definitely not alone in that. So completely normal to feel what you're feeling. Question number two. Is your voice going? Do you want me to say it? <laughs> I just... Yeah, this is a struggle. I'm so sorry that you guys have had to listen to my can, rasp the whole time. I can hear your voice like slowly like giving out. Oh my God. Question number two. I've been with my boyfriend for two years now. We've fallen into a routine and I'm worried that this will end us. We have no communication when I talk to him about our relationship. He just sits and doesn't say anything. Sometimes he'll fall asleep when I'm expressing my feelings. I asked him why he was even with me or what 
about me. He liked enough to be with me. His response was because you're a good person and because you love me. That was it. And it made me feel like shit. I watch his kids during the day while he's at work. They're younger than my kids. I do so much for him and everyone, but he can't even ask me how my day was. There's no romance, no sparks. If we have sex, it's because he initiates it, but he just stopped caring about me. He says he loves me and wants to be with me, but I feel like he doesn't try to know me. When we moved in, we bought a house, which is in my name, so we really have nothing keeping us together. No kids, no marriage, nothing. Should we call it quits and save ourselves some time? Being in a relationship with him feels like I'm all alone anyway. She might just be unsure. Like it's, it could just be a communication issue right now. Like figure out how to break it down with him. I mean, before you just like call it quits, if it is just a communication thing, I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to talk about your feelings for some people. It sounds like she has been having conversations with him that he's just like not involved in. It sounds like she's been trying to like communicate with him and he just like, is having no part of it. So you're saying to just like keep communicating? No, again, this is kind of from one side. I, who really knows, is, is something else going on? Is there something else going on in this guy's life that he, I just trying to be devil's advocate. So maybe there's other ways of communicating. I don't know, maybe getting a third party in there. You guys have already moved in together. Your kids are involved with one another. Before just calling it quits, what other avenues have you gone down to try to see that can help you guys. Like is, is therapy something you would consider? I guess that is the big question. Do you want to make it work? And if you do, then, you know, are you willing to go to therapy? If you're not going willing to go to therapy, like, it's like, is it something you really even want to fight for? Right. I think that's just like what I got. The vibe from e reading the email was just kind of like, like asking for permission to end things almost. But maybe there's a different way of... If he's having a hard time communicating it, like you're going to have to try to get that out of him, get him to elaborate more. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Again, if you're not having those conversations, things just aren't going to get fixed overnight. Like you do have to communicate how you feel. Well, you're saying the spark died too. So I think you guys need to have a little alone time. Do you have any alone time? Just try to like have a night, just the two of you, like get a babysitter and, and go on a date, make it mandatory. See if something go, comes from that. I don't know. It just sounds like you are in such a routine, like you need to switch it up a little bit. Right. You need something exciting, like maybe plan a weekend away, a staycation, try to find that spark again. Um, but, you know, if it's a deeper issue than just being in a routine, which it sounds like it, it could be, that's, again, you have to communicate about that and see, are you willing to change? Are we both willing to take the steps to be closer, to not just be in this rut that is ultimately going to end you? Just be like, if I left today, would it really bother you? Right. Yeah. Like, would it be a am breath I, of fresh air? Am I or? a priority or not in your life? Yeah. That sucks, though. I mean, that sucks. I feel like a lot of couples fall into that rut of routine. And feel that way. Yeah. And the longer you're together, then that sparks dying. Like, well, and then you just end up be becoming roommates. That's that one movie. I'll never forget that line from. Oh, this is forty with the girl with the blonde. The, so it's either this is forty or I love you, man. And like he was going through a divorce, and he's like, you know, we just became like really awesome roommates. I'll never forget he said that. And Paul Rudd said that in one of those movies. And I just, yeah, I was like, wow. Because I bet you so many people fall into that. Right. You get into your routine. There is no spark. You do have to take time for yourself and go back to our episode, Keeping the Spark Alive. All right. Well, I think that's all that we have for today, guys. So anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you are loving our podcast, please give us a five-star rating and like review. Like and subscribe. Yeah, I thought you were going to say comment or email or something again. We'll do that too. Email. Yeah. Comment but, on our... But people can't... Again, people aren't like giving us a thumbs up. You just have to like rate and review. 
or subscribe. Rate and review iTunes, Spotify. Share us with your friends. Share us on the gram. But if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Give It To Me Straight Podcast. And if you want to email us, you can email us at hello at Give It To Me Straight Podcast.com. And you can find our website at Give It To Me Straight Podcast.com. That is all we have for you. God, today. you're so good at that. I know. And hopefully next week I won't sound like a horse. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.